Hello and welcome back to the Self-Discovery Podcast and this is episode three of season two. Um, We have been in Australia for officially just over a month, which is insane. Like, it feels like yesterday that all the upheaval happened, but equally it feels like so long ago that we actually made the journey. So we are settling in, we are slowly furnishing the house, which is a rental property, so we're not going to be here forever. But the house is massive, so when we first moved in, it was so empty, which really didn't help with the emotions and everything like that, just coming into this big empty shell. But we're getting there, and our container, which contains some of our things, not a lot, is due at the end of October. So, fingers crossed, within the next month, we'll be much more settled and have some of our own stuff here, which will help a lot. And also, the rest of my clothes and shoes and bags. I'm missing them. Um, But yeah, not too long. So, all is going well. The emotions have been up and down, I am not going to lie. It's so hard making such big changes all at once. It is something that nothing can prepare you for absolutely nothing can prepare you for it but you just have to take it easy like I remember someone saying to me for the first few months just go really easy on yourself and now I know what they meant like it's it's easy to just you know throw yourself into things and get into the swing of things but actually you just need some time to adjust I'm just craving I'm craving feeling familiarity that's what I'm craving. I, I want to go home, but I don't want to go home. Like it's not it's not it's not home that I want to go to. It's a feeling of familiarity. It's seeing people that I know and that I love. It's driving places without the bloody sat nav because I know where I'm going. Going to shopping centres that I know my way around instead of wandering about like I'm lost. It's just feeling familiar. That's you know, don't have that here. So yet. I don't have it yet. But do you know what? I have thrown myself into meeting lots of different people and it's really helping. I'm starting to form bonds and relationships with people and that is going to play a massive part. One thing that I um, am not enjoying is the bugs. The bugs. We have visited Australia twice, spent a grand total of probably about seven weeks in Australia We haven't seen anything apart from we saw a giant python crossing the road in Byron Bay but to be fair we were in a car and it it didn't really freak me out because we were in the middle of the country but I kind of just put it to the back of my mind. The amount of people that said oh there's so many things that want to kill you. I was like yeah but you won't see them. You do. Um, I haven't seen a snake however a park that I have taken my son to apparently someone saw a dugite which is one of the most venomous snakes in Western Australia, just casually slithering across a play park while her children were playing. So that freaked me out. Um, Our friends that live 10 minutes down the road fished a dugout out their pool two days in a row. Probably the same one, but still. And red-backed spiders are common features around gardens. So Knowing this and also being confronted, not once, not twice, not three times, but four times by giant fucking grasshoppers. 
that I didn't know, just didn't know existed. I mean, it's like if you've ever seen James and the Giant Peach and there's a giant grasshopper in it, that's that's what I've been faced with four times. One of which was on the back of my car and didn't even move. I drove to the shops and it was still there. And I had to get an old lady to, <laughs> to help me because I wouldn't open my boot. And she flicked it off with her car key and it fucking jumped on her head. And they've just got these horrible big long legs and massive wings. And I also get told that you get flying giant cockroaches. So I'm not going to lie. I have been freaking out. I have gone down a rabbit hole and I've been watching TikTok videos about spiders in Australia. I've joined spider and snake identification pages on Facebook, which was the worst idea ever. When you see the size of some of these fucking huntsman spiders, like I check every room. I check above my head every time I go in a room and I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to manifest one into reality because I'm putting so much energy and effort into thinking about them that one is going to appear. So I'm going to pay 300 bucks next week and a guy's going to come out and spray the entire external of the house, including all the garden fence and the kids' toys outside and everything. So that's just going to give me a bit of peace of mind for anything that crawls so um cockroaches and spiders mainly so yeah they're not welcome in my house anyway anyway we're going to spend the next while visiting some suburbs i have although yeah i'm living part of my aussie dream from the vision board one of the things that i wanted to do was live close to the beach and right now we're a 15 minute drive from the beach which yes you can class it to close to the beach but i'm talking i want beach views like yeah, I want to be walking distance to a beach. I want to see the beach. I want to, not that I want to go on the beach all the time. I just love water. Water just calms me down. I just love it. And I would be nearer, kind of like there's lots of rivers here and, you know, big ass rivers in the middle of Perth. But rivers encourage snakes and also you can't really swim in them because they're sharks. So, um, I'll maybe pass on that. I'd rather be near the beach. So I'm going to spend some time going to beach suburbs and really getting a feel. And because whenever we buy a house, I want it to be in the right area so that we don't need to uproot the kids. So anyway, that's just a general update of my life. Um, besides getting scared shitless with bugs, um, we're getting there. We're getting there. So I, yeah. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the episode last week with Nicole Hope. Um, It's really nice to have guests on the podcast and especially people who I just vibe with and get on with and the conversation just flowed for like an hour. So extra long episode last week. So I'll make this one short. Um, But something that I wanted to talk about was basically what I've already said about allowing yourself to be gentle on yourself so when I was talking to someone about the seasons that you know nature seasons because obviously here we're upside down we're on the other side of the world so ducklings have started you know ducklings are about the it's just past their spring going into summer and I'm like how do they know like how come Scottish ducklings are born in April and uh, you know it's just yeah all these things <laughs> upside down happening at the wrong time of the year but it was funny because I was saying to this person that 
we've just basically chased summer summer so we had if you can class it summer back home you know um, kind of shitty summer but we went on holiday to Lanzarote in the Canary Islands at the start of the summer then we went um, then we had some nice weather at home then we went on our cruise and basically as soon as we came back from the cruise we emigrated to Australia so we've just chased summer and it's just going into summer here so it's funny though because when it comes to seasons people need to allow themselves to have seasons as well and it got me thinking about how you know for women and menstrual cycles and things it's a bit like that but you know allowing yourself to be in whatever season you need to be in and understanding what it is that you need as a person what it is that your soul needs what it is that your body needs instead of focusing on constantly doing the same thing so I was looking into natural uh, birth control and things like that and it was it's very focused on your cycle and how at different times of the month your body needs different things and then I I delved a bit deeper and it's even down to food and exercise and how much your body needs or what different type that your body needs and I thought about it in more sort of general terms and how we go through seasons ourselves. You know, sometimes you're in a very creative season. You're really, you know, really just hashing it out. You're really just getting results. You're, you know, you're driven, you're focused, you're inspired. There's also seasons where it's a bit harder work and you're finding it a bit of a slog and you may be not quite 100% happy. And there's also seasons where you're just really emotional or um questioning things or really kind of in striving to be in touch with your inner self a bit more and then there's other times where you know you want to be sociable or you want to be out and about and explore it's just about understanding what it is that you want and checking in with yourself multiple times throughout the day what does my soul need what does my body need what do I need And when you start to do that, you realise that a lot of the things that you do, you're just doing automatically, it's habitual. And you can then take control over doing things that actually will make you feel better. Sometimes if you just want a day in, you know, a a duvet day and even though the sun's shining outside, and I think it's a very British thing that when the sun's shining, you feel like you need to be outside. You need to enjoy the sun, make the most of it. But especially moving to a country that the sun is out the majority of the time. Sometimes it's not roasting hot. Um, Sometimes, you know, you get a day... Like recently, we've had a couple of days where it's like 30 and then it drops down to 20 and it's quite chilly with a wind. So there is still that British mentality of, right, it's a nice day, let's get out, let's go and lie in the sun. Obviously, I can't do that with young children. Um, But just being out and about and fresh air and all the rest of it but sometimes you just want a day in and it came to light for me last week my son Blair and I both ended up with a tummy bug so he was being sick I was being sick we were up through the night it was horrible and it got me thinking you know I (laughs) I was actually quite glad because it was quite a kind of cloudy windy day outside I think it actually might have been raining but why is that okay why is it not okay to do it when the sun's shining? And 
I just feel like we're so programmed to live life a certain way that even something as simple as doing what it is that your body wants you to do is questioned. Why do we question it? We want to dive a bit deeper. We want to connect with ourselves. And by asking ourselves what it is that we really want to do, we're actually, we end up in the minority. If you're the person that says, do you know what, I don't actually want to go to that coffee date today, I'm, I'm really not feeling it, I want to have a day in, you, you do become the person that people don't relate to as much because people relate more to negativity, to body, you know, self-image negativity, to people moaning, to people being, you know, down in the dumps. That is more relatable than someone who is really joyful, really happy and really puts themselves first. And nine times out of ten, someone will call you selfish for doing something that you really want to do. But all we're doing is we're connecting more with ourselves. We're allowing ourselves to be whatever season that we want to be. And for me just now, I'm kind of in between two seasons. I am in my very creative season. I am producing. I am working. I'm I'm doing what I have wanted to do for a long time. I'm working with clients. I've created a program. I'm, you know, I'm spending my time when the kids are at daycare or in their bed working on my business and that is my you know my passion I am being creative but at the same time I'm also going through a very difficult emotional season so I have to be gentle on myself I have to make sure that I'm doing a lot of the um, sort of um, feminine energy sort of yin to yang having a good balance of flow and ease and being gentle on myself and doing some meditation or just going a walk or just listen to a podcast, whatever that may be. So I'm doing a bit of both, which is a great balance right now, to be honest. I'm not pushing myself. I'm not striving to do something or be someone. I'm just doing what feels right to me. And that is living in alignment. That is listening to what my body needs. And instead of saying I should do this or I should do that, You know, I'm living in the now, which brings me on to the next thing I wanted to speak about. So I'm also reading a book. um, It's taken me six months. (laughs) I'm I'm kidding. Um, I started it in the cruise in August, but I'm not very good with reading. I am more of a audiobook kind of person that I can listen to when I'm driving or doing the washing up or whatever. I struggle to sit and read and at night time I will read about two pages and my eyes will be knitting together. I will be so tired. So I try, I try. But anyway, I'm reading The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle and it's really got me thinking about how much we cast our minds into the past and the present. So what he talks about is that all that exists is now. So time doesn't exist because if you asked a I don't know, a walrus? <laughs> a walrus, what the time is? They'd be like, what, what are you talking about? The time's now. Like, now. This is the time. And the only reason that time exists is because we believe in it. And we often get caught up on what's happened in the past or what might happen in the future. And it's really got me thinking because 
The way that my mindset has been since we got here has obviously been very up and down. But I have noticed that the more that I redirect my current focus on now, the easier it's becoming. There's so many times where I've caught myself, you know, my mind's just going to another place and I'm creating scenarios in my head that either haven't happened yet, won't happen yet, won't happen at all, or I'm rehashing something that's happened in the past. But things don't happen in the past or the future. Things happen in the now. So what matters is right now. And to pull yourself in that direction, so when you find yourself going off in different directions in your mindset, you know, you're start thinking or creating scenarios in your head, bring yourself back into the present moment because whatever you're doing, whether you are at work, you're driving, or you're out with your kids, or you're out with a friend, or you're just out a walk, whatever you're doing, your focus should be on the now. If you have things to do, or you know things you want to get done, set a time to do those things, and you can focus on them during that time. Because what we're doing is we're so focused on either the past, or we're creating stories that may or may not happen in the future, we become very engrossed in another time zone that doesn't exist. That time does not exist right now. And there was an author, I think it may have been Louise Hay, I can't actually remember, someone had said, if you're depressed, you're living in the past. If you're anxious, you're living in the future. And I can completely understand that. Because rehashing the past and feeling bad about something or going over something again and again and wishing that the outcome was different, you're never going to be in a good mindset. And equally, if you are constantly making your mind live through experiences that may or may not even happen, and also nine times out of ten, the worst case scenario that we come up with in our head is never the worst case scenario in reality. So what we're doing is we're putting ourselves into this sort of fight or flight mode, this adrenaline, this reaction, and it's not even happening right now. How many times have you caught yourself saying, oh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be? That's because you're creating the worst case scenario in your head and the reality when it actually happens is fine. So especially doing this big massive move to the other side of the world and, you know, all this change and having to adapt, I have noticed that it massively helps whenever I shift and redirect my thoughts to the present moment and there's been times recently where I have been places and I have just sat and been like wow this is my life now this is where I live this is where I get to call home like we spent a Thursday night in Fremantle a beachside restaurant having dinner outside at the beach Blair paddling in the water watching the sunset I mean seeing that moment it's so easy to be distracted and start coming up with stories in your head or things to worry about or you know going over all the things that have happened and all the emotions and seeing that moment that's all that mattered that is all that mattered and I have found that I can do that no matter what I'm doing it's even things like eating food we're so often food is just a necessity to live but in actual fact if you consciously sit down and eat and are conscious or consciously aware of eating 
your experience is so much different, so much better. And as well, I've noticed a lot of times, especially the younger generations, people go out for a date. My pet hate, David and I both hate this, is when you go out for dinner or out for breakfast, whatever it is, and you see a couple and the two of them are on their phone. Absolutely hate it. We have a no, no phone rule on dates because why should your attention be on something else that is not happening right now when the person in front of you should be your focus? And I do that when I'm out with my friends as well. I hate people sitting on their phones and not even having conversations with each other. Why are you there? Why are you there? Like, just go and take yourself wherever that you think needs your attention more than being in front of the person that you're with just now. And it's just doing things like that. And I've noticed even if, you know, anxiety and anxious thoughts and all the rest, it does happen. It does happen. And I know that, you know, redirecting your thoughts sometimes can be a bit difficult when you're in too deep. Do something to physically bring your attention to the present. So either breath work where you place one hand on your chest, one hand on your belly and just focus on the rise and fall of your chest and belly or you can also rub your thumb and forefinger together because just by doing a physical act is bringing your mind and your attention and your focus onto something that you can feel in the present moment. Also when you're out and about use your five senses. Tune in, what can you hear, what can you smell, what can you see or what can you taste, whatever and if you just bring yourself into that moment then you can start to really be present in whatever's going around you. Again, it's so important to be kind to yourself no matter what season you're in or no matter you know where your mindset is, it is so important to not beat yourself up or you know be harsh on yourself it's really not going to get you anywhere. Just dig deep and ask yourself repeatedly throughout the day, what does my body need? What do I need? And what does my soul need? Because there will be times where you're just like, do you know what? I just need to go a run. Or I just need to go and scream in a pillow. Or I need to phone a friend. Or I need to get outside and get some fresh air. Whatever it is. But as soon as you do these things, you automatically feel better. And I've noticed doing a lot of that has really helped my mindset because I have been emotional, you know, I've said that several times during this podcast, but I have been very emotional and it was my niece's birthday, my brother-in-law's birthday and my mum's birthday all last week. So I've missed three, you know, chances to be with my family back home and it's, it's hard. But when I do something that brings my attention to the now my mind stops stops wandering off and it's something very simple but it is a really effective technique so if you are a worrier a panicker or you rehash the past or you wish things turned out differently try this just try it no matter what you're doing also go outside walk in the grass barefoot or the sand whatever like just walk in nature barefoot. Keep in mind I need to watch for all these bloody spiders but I've got my wits about me, it's fine. I walk about in bare feet most of the time now, like I'm constantly having to hoover and clean my floors because I'm co- we're just constantly in bare feet and I love it, it's so grounding but it also can help you bring your attention to the now because you can actually feel you know, a texture underneath your foot which is great. So 
it's all about understanding that what your body needs is going to change, what your soul needs is going to change and just listening to that and tuning into that and bringing yourself into the present can be a massive mindset shift because you can easily redirect your thoughts, just redirect them, you know, just a gentle nudge. You're not going, that's not, that's not serving me. I don't want to think about that. Bring yourself to the present. Use your five senses. Rub your thumb and forefinger together. Walk barefoot. Do your breath work with your hands on your chest and your belly. Whatever it is that feels right for you, without depending maybe where you are. Just bring yourself into the present moment. And I promise you, the more you do it, the easier it will become. This has been a sort of random episode. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I had loads of notes written and I've just gone off topic. So anyway, it's just what's going on in my life right now. And it just seems to resonate with me and certainly people that I've been speaking to as well. I don't know if it's because I'm surrounded by a lot of people who have done this big move themselves. Um, I'm surrounding myself with these people purposely because I want to be around people who have done this. I want to be around people who can reassure me who, you know, who also don't have the same support network here as they did back home because I find that a lot of people who are in that situation make more of an effort to make close relationships and bonds. And so far, you know, we've only been here a month and I've made friends already, so it's, it's good going. And I'm meeting new people all the time, which is great. So it's been a bit of a mix mash of an episode. However, I hope you've enjoyed it. And also Go For Gold, which is the 10-week coaching programme, has started. However, there is still time to sign up. If you're interested in really taking control of your results and changing them for the better, then drop me a DM or hop onto the website. The details are in the show notes and we can arrange a discovery call and chat further. Have a lovely week, guys, and I will see you next week.